We'd like to welcome you to part three of our emergency freedom alerts for October 19th, 2020. And uh, next report is United Nations combining the world's largest abortion providers to create a unified global network to slaughter children as a human right. And now this is the same United Nations that if they have their way and they have their um, druthers, will be taking over all countries of the world. We heard about, you know, what Trudeau's plans are in the first part of the study. And really, when it, when you boil it down, it's about having those the, the light blue helmets on the streets, the United Nations peacekeepers, which will be the instruments of actual slaughter, essentially, if you don't go along with their plan. Um, well, this is the same United Nations now that... Um, I'll just read this. Various elements of the United Nations system, including the World Health Organization, UNICEF, uh, UNFPA, and the World Bank, notice how they're all tied together, will partner with abortion groups to advance a human right to abortion. The UN made the announcement on September 29th to commemorate the so-called International Safe Abortion Day. Not real safe for the baby, you know, or, or the mother, but, you know, it's how they twist things with the stated goal of addressing the unsafe abortion in the context of the COVID-19 pandemic. The partnership headed by the WHO, the World Health Organization, Department of Sexual and Reproductive Health and Research, will bring together UN entities with the world's largest abortion providers, including the International Planned Parenthood Federation I pass and Marie Stopes International to promote comprehensive abortion care because they care about the baby so much they annihilate it, including access to self-administered telemedicine abortion as an essential service and a human right to kill and slaughter your baby. Like a scene from the Bible, the United Nations is creating a global consortium of abortion providers, demanding that the killing of one's own baby to be elevated to the status of a human right. Even Adolf Hitler in his wildest fantasies, um, creating factories dedicated to the destruction of human souls, didn't think this big. Why is this happening now? Because this lost world is preparing themselves to receive the Antichrist. I mean that literally, by the way. No metaphors here. The liberal position on abortion used to be they wanted to be rare, safe, and legal. But how the wheel is turned. Now it's literally an ocean of blood that consumes 3,200 babies every 24 hours in America, 36% of which are black babies, and that's not all. Now, again, that doesn't even take into effect, I'm sure, the abortion pills that they've got, the RU84, all the abortions being committed through... Uh, hormonal-based birth control, like I've said, which can be abortifactive in nature. Those that are being done under uh, inner uterine devices, IUDs, and the other different ways that a babies can be aborted, which probably far exceeds 3,200 babies every every 24 hours. I don't know, but I would imagine it would. Uh, both New York and Virginia have already passed laws allowing the babies to be killed on their due date, and even a little after that. And again, you, you, you look at this one report and, and you can understand why God would be letting all this happen that I just reported on in the first two parts. You know, because this type of wickedness has to be judged. 
you know it can't it just can't go on forever and not to say this isn't going on in other countries but you know judgment's going to fall on the world in general but the united states is probably going to get it about as bad as anybody most likely um this is the true spirit of antichrist that murderous unpitying spirit that is never satisfied no matter how bl much blood it receives yeah it's true but just remember the bible says that god is the avenger of those who trust in him and cannot defend themselves and that payday is not only coming someday it's coming someday very soon even so the u.n secretary general recently identified abortion as central to the u.n's covid19 response because see covid19 and abortion obviously have to be very very commingled and interlinked and the organization's high commissioner for human rights expressed her support for safe abortion day what an oxymoron of a phrase similarly in the partnership announcement ian or ian askew the director of the who department of sexual and reproductive health and research states that eliminating unsafe abortion is one of the key components of the who global reproductive health strategy see how they couch everything in these nice rosy terms when it's the exact opposite murder of the most innocent and helpless but they like to couch it in these wonderful little nice sounding terms may god annihilate these devils that are doing this listener comment trump's regeneron remember what trump was just saying how you know he, he was really sick and maybe even on death's doorstep and he took this regeneron stuff that he has financial links and ties to that i approved in the last study trump's regeneron antibody treatment drug was actually developed using aborted fetal cell tissue lines have you seen that in in your and on um tbn or from all the other alternative broadcasters that are on the trump train have you heard of, do you ever hear anything negative about Trump ever from them? I mean, you might for one day and then they're right back on the Trump train. As a dog returning to his own vomit, so does a fool according to his folly. Sorry, but I don't know what else to think. You know, doesn't mean I'm better. I'm just saying, I mean, come on guys, really? No, you'll not hear about this really anywhere. Not left or right. You won't hear about all the, the um, small children Trump's raped and paid off families for. No, you wouldn't hear about that anywhere. Even though that's the most low-hanging fruit, if the left really wanted to get rid of Trump and they really, really were going to, you know, go after him, wouldn't they go after that low-hanging fruit? Well, no, no, because that's not part of the agenda. That doesn't really, that would, that would, uh, there's no way. No, they're, they're not going to, because they don't really want him out of there. He's playing his part in the theater. And they're not going to bring out an issue like that, which would totally, if that were mainstream news, he would have, you know, he'd have to step down, he'd have to whatever, leave in disgrace. But you're not going to let that, that that come out. No. Because they want him in there. Even though they act like they don't. They, they, they're they all playing their part. And some of them may not really want him in there, but they're going to do as they're told. According to this article, the Regeneron antibody treatment drug Trump took for his alleged COVID-19 infection was derived from aborted fetal cell tissue lines and that's why it's so hard to get information about regeneron because they don't want you to know this this article is written by a liberal and criticizes trump for benefiting from aborted tissue used in medicine while at the same time hypocritically opposing the use of fetal cell lines in medicine and being supposedly anti-abortion even though for decades he was pro-abortion but 
he all of a sudden somehow became a conservative and now everybody thinks he's anointed of God in the Christian communities, mostly. Okay. When for years he was a de degenerate, debased, philandering, womanizing devil that associated with the worst likes of society like Jeffrey Epstein and the Clintons. Okay. It was well known. But now all of a sudden he's got this shiny new veneer and he's anointed of God and, you know, he's God's anointed and Q says he's going to bring us to the promised land. And most people that call themselves Christians are buying into it hook, line, and sinker. You can't tell them a thing because their mind's made up. Don't confuse them with the facts. So yeah, Regenerons derive from aborted fetal cell lines. Isn't that wonderful? It's all about getting those aborted babies into your body. Isn't that weird how Satan operates? It's all about getting that vaccine from aborted babies into your body. Because see, Satan knows what it's really doing to us on a spiritual and a physiological level. He knows that. Okay? We may not know, but he does. He knows what's happening to you when you do that. And he likes it a whole lot. And he wants to make sure it gets into you. And I'm here to fight it hook, line, and sinker. And I don't care if I die. Okay? Telling you the truth. I care if I die, but I'm just saying I will die for the truth. No problem. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna back off on the truth. Going further, uh, however, the fact still remains that Trump does allege to be pro-life, although he's obviously not, as he's an Illumin Illuminati Satanist. Okay, this is my listener writing yet has used and promotes and even now has invested money in this wicked drug Regeneron, which was derived from murdered babies, even going as far as calling it a miracle from God. Well, it was from his God, lowercase g, Satan, the God of this world, yeah, yeah. From his God, it was a miracle, which is completely blasphemous. So the article she sent me is entitled Drug Derived from Aborted Fetal Cell Tissue Was Miracles from God That Saved Trump from COVID. See, again, you, nobody on the right will point this out. Nobody at Trinity Broadcasting Network or anybody that call themselves Christians or whatever, they won't point any of this out because it doesn't fulfill their narrative. And, you know, they might lose listeners or whatever. Might irk Christians and they, they wouldn't fit their, their little contrived narrative they believe about Trump. When Trump tested positive for COVID-19 and was sent to the hospital, he was given several experimental drugs, which helped and which the president described as miracles coming down from God, end of quote. Blasphemy. It turns out, however, that the antibody treatment created by the company Regeneron Pharmaceuticals was developed with the use of a cell line originally derived from aborted tissue, abortion tissue. Yeah. And we, ha we had to get that information from a from a liberal because you know most christians at high levels in ministry or in alternative media wouldn't touch this with a 20-foot pole i'm looking at the separate report from technologyreview.com trump's antibody treatment was tested using cells originally derived from abortions from an abortion the trump administration has looked to curtail research with fetal cells but when it was life or death which it never was regarding his infection no one objected yeah, this gets into it all, but cells originally derived from a fetus were used the other way. According to Regeneron, laboratory tests used to assess the potency of its antibodies employed a standardized supply cells of HEK2 
293T, whose origin was kidney tissue from an abortion in the Netherlands in the 1970s. Since then, the 293T cells have been immortalized, meaning they keep dividing in the lab, somewhat like cancer, and have undergone other genetic changes and additions. Oh, I bet. Oh, I bet. Um, according to Regeneron, it and many other labs employ 293T cells to manufacture virus pseudoparticles, which are virus-like structures that contain spike proteins of the deadly coronavirus. It needs uh, those to test how well different antibodies will neutralize the virus, even though they've never isolated the virus, according to them. So there you have it, you know. One more thing exposing Trump. I, I My biggest thing is just trying to, to keep all the stuff in, in play regarding all the things exposing Trump. It's very, very hard. I've got so many different news reports on him that i can barely keep up with it all and do you know how many christians are going to take that regeneron now especially when the second wave hits and trump says it's a miracle cure or whatever now it's not going to probably work on the COVID 21 they have to have some other thing that'll only be the vaccine that'll work on that but do you know how many christians are going to be destroyed for lack of knowledge and are ignorant of satan's devices so he's going to get an advantage of them and just blindly take this Regeneron garbage, cultured off aborted babies, and then line up for the cultured aborted baby vaccine, which will forever change your, your DNA and rewrite it. And then you'll have injectable nanorobots coursing around your body, doing only God knows what with your luciferase and your hydrogel in there as well. I mean, I wish I wasn't right about all this stuff. And I'm not saying I've gotten every single little possible thing right, but man, I'll tell you, this ministry is being validated more and more. And I wish it wasn't so. I really do. I wish it wasn't so. I wish I was wrong about everything. <sighs> Next report. Trump dances to gay anthem. Expresses desire to kiss men now that he's immune. From COVID-19. President Trump was in an energetic mood during a Florida rally Monday night, dancing and vowing to kiss everyone in the crowd, including the men. I went through it. Now they say I'm immune, Trump says. I feel so powerful, Trump told the crowd in Sanford, referring to his recovery from coronavirus. I'll walk into that audience. I'll walk in there. I'll kiss everyone in that audience, Trump said. I'll kiss the guys and beautiful women and everyone. I'll give you a big fat kiss. Who talks like that? He talks like a brain-damaged five-year-old. Like, I don't know. What is wrong with him? I guess being demon-possessed kind of does that to you. Throughout the rally, Trump declared that he was feeling energized. And by the end, he was dancing in front of the crowd to the, to the gay anthem YMCA by the village people. Yeah, here's here's a whole it's all the pictures. He's he's tweeting all this stuff. He's glorying in his shame. This is all coming straight from Donald Trump. POTUS dancing. Yeah, at real Donald Trump. MAGA 2020 landslide victory hashtag. Oh yeah, Twitter pick. You can, and you know who posted this? Infowars. Alex Jones. Now you would think why would they want to do that? Why would they they don't want to expose Trump. They're they're going along with the whole glorifying trump he can do no wrong thing he's fighting the good fight 
Yeah, they are. And they haven't stopped. And in fact, they're so obnoxious about it now, I can't even hardly go on the site anymore. Yeah, there's still some things you can glean from InfoWars. But it's nothing more than a, uh, a like a pro-Trump, he-can-do-no-wrong echo chamber. Good versus evil, right-left paradigm garbage that Alex Jones has put in place to do that. You know, that's why he's there. That's why he's doing what he's doing. Yes, for a long time, you could probably glean a lot from Alex Jones, but it's getting to the point where, you know, now it's becoming clear and clear. He's just put there to bring, to perpetuate the right-left paradigm and point everybody to Trump. So much so that they posted this article in a positive way, like it was something good that he was dancing to the gay national anthem. Like it was something good that he was saying he was going to give big fat kisses to men. They were, and I give you the link, they were doing it like it was funny and positive and wonderful. That's how wicked and evil Alex Jones is. Okay? So my job has gotten a lot easier regarding kind of identifying who is truly the enemy and who is truly not. And while I will still glean from their website, and you might even hear me play occasional clips from them, they're on the side of evil. Infowars. And increasingly, a lot of people that are in Christian ministries or in the alternative are also doubling and tripling down on the Trump train. Showing their cards, if you will. Then we have this. Oh, and here's a little thing. Trump raping children. Um... Trump said that uh, Epstein likes beautiful women as much as I do. Many of them are on the younger side. I've, I've read you that quote where you said that. Trump paid to silence victims through his lawyer fixer, um, uh, Cohen, the, the one that turned against him. And I've read these before, and this is a new little chart that came out. The child's name, Katie Johnson, was the age 13. Um, that one is pending as far as how much that was actually, or at least we don't know the amount of money that was paid to Katie Johnson's family for them to keep silent. Um, for Kelly Fuhrer, who he, um, actually I've given all this before in other teachings. I'm just going to go to that, that doc real quick. So I just posted and I posted this in my PDFs over and over again. I posted the pertinent thing about all the, the, um, people that Trump has paid off. Donald Trump is a child molester, the facts. Um, and all the information regarding that information, the, um, six that he's paid off, Michael Parker, 10 years old, oral rape, Marlago, that's where it happened is, is Marlago, which is where he knew Jeffrey Epstein at. And there were stones throw away Palm beach that happened in 1992. Trump paid his parents a $3 million settlement. Then we have Kelly Fuhrer, 12 years old, $1 million settlement paid in 1989, allegations of forced intercourse at trump tower new york new york city then number three charles bacon 11 years old three million uh three million paid allegations of oral and anal um rape in 1994 that also occurred at trump tower uh yeah this is from the wayne Mad madsen report okay which is a private in order to get on his you have to pay a subscription fee i reached out to him he didn't get back to me he probably doesn't really want to get into this because he'll probably be taken out with some type of um assassination team if he tries to really really push this out in the public it's out there though you you have i mean i found this rebecca conway 13 years old intercourse and oral sex trump vineyard estate charlottesville virginia that happened in 2012 
$5 million settlement. And then we have Maria Oliveira, 12 years old. Her family was paid $16 million to settle allegations of forcible intercourse occurring at Mar-a-Lago. Uh, that happened in 93. Then you have Kevin Knoll, 11-year-old boy, anal rape, Trump Tower, New York, New York City. That was a 1998 settlement. Details are unknown on that one. And then Katie Johnson, 13 years old, rape. Uh, that was at Jeffrey Epstein's mansion. And we've got more information on that in previous things I've put out. There, and that's just that's just some of all the wicked, evil, sexual stuff that Trump's done that the church won't look at at all or touch with a 10-foot pole and try to convince you he's a man of God because all the false prophets like Mark Taylor and Jonathan Conjob and and uh, Franklin Graham say that he's this man of God and we're fighting against good and evil. Yeah. Uh, like I said before, I, I, if I'm putting out lies and all this stuff on, on Trump, God, please stop me. Just stop me. I've been doing this for almost two years now regarding Trump. And uh, it just gets worse and worse and worse the more I find out about the degenerate devil. Trump delusion among Christians. I have stirred a hornet's nest. This is from... Um, Dr. June, I'm just going to play about six minutes of this. She came out with this the other day, and I thought I'd want to. You'd want to hear this. Good evening, Brian. Good evening. How's everybody doing? I just want to tell you, I have stirred a hornet's nest online. I got some people really mad at me, and you know what? The sad thing is, is it's the church. It's oh, the church that's so mad at me. Oh, yeah. Because I've been blowing it up and exposing the president, what he's been doing. Mm-hmm. With his LGBT partnership. Right. And I mean chewing me out of one end down the other. See, the church I, don't have any problem with his with him yoking up with LGBT, dancing the gay national anthem. They don't care about any of that stuff. It's all... It, it, Dave Hodges don't care. None of those guys care. They don't care about any of it. doesn't matter. Well, they also don't care about what the Bible says. As far as I'm concerned, they've abandoned the word of God a long time ago. And I'm not saying that again because I think I'm perfect, but come on. It's just amazing how, how, how much the Christian right that supports Trump is willing to just totally over, blindly overlook regarding Trump. Like, people, I, I, can you even believe... Uh, that people are so mad when you point out the truth. It's like... The Bible you... says, uh, was Galatians 4.16, Am I therefore become your enemy because I tell you the truth? Yes. Most of the... And that's why this ministry is not that popular online. Because I put out a level of truth that few... And I hate to say this, few Christians can handle. They couldn't handle it on Sermon Audio. They had to get me kicked off of there. Now, and I mean, I was doing real good on Sermon Audio. I think it was some information that nobody else was covering on Sermon Audio, but they had to get rid of me. They did it real underhanded. That's fine. That's what launched contendingfortruth.com. But that's why a ministry like this is never going to get to a certain size. It's never going to tickle your ears. It's just not going to do it. And most people in the Bible that put forth watchman type of, of warnings that were brutal, they probably weren't real popular in their day as well. Because most of the time, the truth is something that will very much offend people. 
especially in today's day and age. Care about the truth or <laughs> do you care about, I mean, what's more important to you? Your loyalty to him or the truth? And you're going to be mad at me for telling you the truth. It makes no sense. They have no love for the truth. And look at what happens in 2 Thessalonians chapter 2 when you have no love for the truth. You know, it's not good. It doesn't end well. We all need to have a love for the truth, no matter how brutal it might be. And for this cause, God shall send them strong delusion. Is Trump part of the strong delusion? I would say of all things I've ever seen in ministry regarding the Christians, I've never seen anything delude people that call themselves Christians more than this Trump train devil phenomenon. I've never seen more people deceived or deluded over one thing universally in Christendom ever. And for this cause, God shall send them strong delusion that they will believe a lie. How many Christians are totally believing the lie that Trump is God's man? That they might all be damned. That means burn in hell and then the lake of fire forever who received not the love of the truth but had pleasure in unrighteousness. That's how serious the stakes are and that's how serious God values the truth. It's that serious. Having, if you don't have love for the truth, it's it, you're putting yourself in a very, very precarious position with God. Very. And out of the mouth of two or three witnesses, a thing is established. I've given hundreds of witnesses regarding Trump, regarding his own actions that are so easy to verify. His, his horrible ties to the most lecherous creatures on the planet in the Illuminati, the Rothschilds and the Rockefellers and Roy Cohn that, oh, I mean, he has been with the most, Jeffrey Epstein, the Clintons, I mean, the most slimiest people he could have ever associated himself with. He's been their buddies. But now all of a sudden he's not their buddies anymore and he's, that's all behind him and he's seen the error of his ways even though he said that he's never went to God and asked forgiveness ever. He stated that openly. I've played you the clips. Well, when you're perfect, you don't need to ask for forgiveness. When you're your own God, you don't need to ask for any forgiveness. You're a law unto yourself. You know? The Bible says. That actually uses it in a positive context, but I'm using it in more of like, he's just, he's got his, he's got everything figured out. Whatsoever. <laughs> I'm like, what the world? And so I found that most of them that are the maddest are from the South. <laughs> no, they don't want to hear the truth. And I'm telling y'all, Brad, as mad as they was at Stephen type of mad. So I need you to pray for me, Brad. I'm not scared or anything, but I'm not backing down either. Because I told him, listen here, I mean, you, this is all the same reasons that we didn't. There's just so few people doing what she's doing, okay, exposing Trump or what I'm doing. I'm, I'm sorry, there's just so few people in ministry doing that, exposing the 800-pound, satanically AIDS-infested gorilla in the room known as Trump and his 
satanic agenda. But there's we're, we're as rare as hen's teeth at this point. Obama. But it's okay for you when it's Obama. Yeah, exactly. What's the difference? Yep. They're yep. either they're either partnering with perversion or they're not. Why does it matter who it is? What is your where is your loyalty, people? The church's number one loyalty should be to Jesus Christ, Amen. not a candidate. Amen. And his word. And the Bible says, what is truth? Thy word is truth. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Okay? And God's word, you know, says that we're to value and covet truth and knowledge and understanding and fear of the Lord and wisdom. And that we're not to be ignorant of Satan's devices lest he get an advantage of us. And that we can be destroyed for lack of knowledge. Why? Because we rejected truth. That's why it says it in, in Hosea 4, 6. Because they rejected truth, I will reject them. God says in Hosea 4. So it's just truth is so important. I don't think I've, I've emphasized that enough in my ministry. Even though it's called contending for truth. I probably haven't even emphasized that enough, how important it is for us to be walking in truth. Because God is a God of truth. He hates lies. He hates deception. And most people that call themselves Christians are totally deceived and deluded by this devil, Trump, and his whole agenda. So and the church is helping all of that delusion. The only reason then they all think that I'm for uh, Biden. Exactly, I'm yeah. Like, yeah. What? That's and the default position. Oh, you a Bi you're going to vote for Biden. Has nothing to do with that. Both there's two sides of the same wicked coin. Everlasting joke. I am a conservative to the bone. This is why I can't Amen. stand what he's doing. Because he is lying to the church. He is stabbing us in the back. Yep. He is partnering with perversion and helping to push it all across this country, tainting our country, tainting the church, yep. ruined the Republican Party. He absolutely ruined the Republican Party. I mean, it, it was it was bad and, and very, very leavened and defiled before he got in, but it's, yeah, I mean, he was like the last nail in the coffin on that one. And I don't guess to them it really matters. They don't care what that man does. Nope. doesn't and matter. heaven forbid a Christian speak out about what he's doing yep it's like okay yeah we're only a couple of weeks away from the election is it going to make any difference of what i exposed absolutely not i think it, I, I i disagree though because you never know that one person you might reach or just it's just a remnant guys it's just a remnant and who knows how many people in that small remnant you might be waking up you know, yeah, you're probably not going to reach a lot of the people in the 501c3 movement, but you might. And that's why we still have to keep fighting until we can't fight anymore. He is going to win no matter what. I am not trying to stop yeah, him. Yeah, I mean, and she's convinced, too, that he's going to win. Uh, election. I am not endorsing Joe Biden. Right, exactly. I think the reason they chose Joe Biden is because he is a joke. He yes. is not anywhere near the caliber. 
I agree. I mean, it's just they couldn't have picked a worse husk of whatever he is to run against Trump. I mean, I'm not saying I think Trump is whatever, but man alive, could you have picked a worse candidate if humanly possible? <laughs> I mean, that dude is, he's gone. President is. So no, it's not, has nothing to do with the Democrats. I am not liberal. I am not endorsing them at all. I'm saying, why do you have to have anybody? Why do you have to have anybody? Are all these people forgetting about COVID this year? Are they forgetting about the whole UN agenda? Mm. Are they forgetting about the infrastructure and that the president took over 5G? And guess what, Brad? Yep. Guess what? Oh, yeah. He took over the water industry today. Yep. You heard me right. He took over the water industry. He is taking And if he wasn't going to stay in office, why is he taking over all these different... And that was one of the things he did. Now, I'm going to give you a link to where she gets into all that, but it's a big teaching. And I can't... There's no real little synopsis that I can really give you on it. But I give you a link in this portion of the PDF on that teaching she did. On how he took over the water industry and then something about the trees, too. He did something with the trees. And it's, it's like he's doing all this stuff like he's going to be in there forever. Or at least for his time period, or at least for another term, which is kind of more, you know, pointing in the direction he's gonna, he's not going anywhere, most likely. For every industry in this country. And why is he taking over the water industry? Because he is redoing the uh, infrastructure of our water system. Yep. That just came out today, letter from the White House. So he's taken over our transportation system. He's taken over the power grid system. Now he's taken over the water system. Mm -hmm. He's taken over the parks and the land system. And that's what a dictator always does before he gets into absolute despotic, maniacal power. And this second term is going to really define that, I believe. All that's going to be now set in position and in place, and then you're going to combine it with this COVID-21, most likely, and all the other stuff that goes along with that and the vaccines. And Trump's going to be right on the spear tip of all that stuff, trying to act like he's the good Christian guy all the way, probably. He's taking out every system we have, including the police forces. He is absolutely redoing everything with money to put in all of this beast system. Yes, this president is. And this is why he's going to be voted in again. Mm -hmm. He's going to be voted in he's again. He's not going to be voted in. He's already been pre-selected. All this other stuff leading up to this is theater. All this stuff about the ballots. If you notice, I haven't covered any of that. It's all theater. It's all to get us distracted and to get our eyes on this. Oh, is, is Biden going to get in because they're going to rig it? All? Give me a break. That's all been predetermined. And how they're going to get the maximum effect is keeping him in as they're saying he's got no chance of winning. And then when he does win, they're really going to go nuts, the left. 
And as mad as they are now, they're going to be 10 times madder because they're going to know it was rigged because Trump only had a 9% chance of winning, according to Drudge. I mean, you go up on Drudge Report right now, I'll just read you some of the headlines. It shows Trump looking down like he's really despondent. Another Republican senator distances himself from Trump. Campaign goes to California for cash because they don't have any, I guess. Darkest days of virus still to come. And I guess that's all on Trump. In the final sprint, Trump makes stop. His team never expected him to meet, meaning he's getting so desperate then it says they're probably out of time it's it basically it's over um then they're blaming it all on the coronavirus and in his lack of response to it and um just one thing after another after another where he's done stick a fork in, in trump it's over you know and then when it, the exact opposite happens on november 4th Oh, the world's, it's going to be over. And that's why I'm saying these people are going to go out and they're going to be unchained satanic fury. And it sounds like they are going to be just indiscriminately killing anybody they perceive might be a Trump supporter. So I'm just saying, be very aware. I've warned you um, regarding that. Now, I'm not saying God can't protect you, but he also, I think God expects us, if we've been forewarned about something, there's a certain responsibility that falls on us as well you know, uh, to heed these types of things ahead of time. Now you do as God leads you. I'm just saying, you know, it's, it's something that you, you want to definitely be aware of. So let's go back to this. Um, because he is working with the UN and he is globalist. Yep. It's funny to me how all these people that are so mad at me, how quickly they forget about his promises i'm not globalist i'm gonna pull out the u.n i'm gonna arrest hillary i am going after obamacare i'm gonna lock her up yeah right yeah. and what happened build that wall still hasn't been built you know not to the extent that it was supposed to have been built by any stretch of the imagination that's been a joke as well that was his key campaign promise what have we seen what have we seen, Brad? Absolutely nothing. Nothing like that. So. Lies. Anyway, Brad, I just wanted to tell you tonight, the warfare is on. The so she goes on for another ooh, almost hour and a half. So I don't, I give you the link to her, um, her teaching on um, the president taking over the water infrastructure and trees. And then also, there's another one she did a day ago, and I haven't had a chance to listen to it yet. National strategy, President Trump's national strategy for critical and emerging technologies. Now, this is WATB.TV. Now, I don't agree with all her Bible studies she's doing up there, acting like in capacity of a pastor. I don't agree with that. I don't think there's any Bible for her doing that. I'm sorry, I don't. I've done teaching on what women can do for the Lord. Uh, never had anybody refute it. It's just all Bible. And I don't agree with her her doing that because when you get up there and you start doing Bible teachings discriminate, indiscriminately online and talking to both men and women, you're acting in capacity like a pastor. So I'll give that caveat. I have to, okay, regarding this. But, you know, um, I think she's got some of the best information, though, exposing Trump on the Internet from what I'm seeing. 
and this and this last one was president trump's national strategy for critical and emerging technologies i don't even know what that one's about but I'm, it's probably very very good so i'm going to keep continuing on here and uh i give you i gave you all the links about donald trump the child molester and um in a poor effort to cover up his compulsive habitual acts of child molestation, Donald Trump's numerous out-of-court cash settlements have bankrupted himself and his companies. And this is where the Rothschilds would come in every single time and bail him out, okay, for a future favor. And that future favor ultimately was going to be him running for president, the Rothschilds putting him in this position of this presidency, and them him doing as he is told when he's president like a puppet on a string his six bankruptcies um that they've bailed him out of were all listed here taj mahal associates atlantic city 1991 taj trump castle hotel and casino atlantic city 1992 trump plaza associates atlantic city 1992 plaza operating partners manhattan 1992 and then trump casino holdings atlantic city 2004 and then trump entertainment resorts atlantic city 2009 um Many sources indicate that Trump has sexually violated children and it has put him into massive debt. Donald Trump has must be held accountable for these savage and degenerate abuse of children. Yet all we're hearing right now is about Hunter Biden, what Hunter Biden's doing. That's all that Alex Jones is pushing. Now, I'm sure Hunter Biden's a degenerate devil too. And so is Joe Biden, who's, I mean, the, the child sniffing, you know, wants to grope all these little girls and stuff. And, and, but Trump's no better is all I'm saying. And here's just a little bit of proof of that. Um, anyway, I'm not going to get into all this. I've, I've covered this before, but I posted all this, uh, I don't know, two or three pages of information about this if you're first hearing this for the first time. Now, we move on to this. Um, Armenian Christian prisoners of war are machine gunned to death by Muslim Azerbaijanis. About a week ago, we heard the horrifying reports that in ongoing armenia azerbaijan war neither side had prisoners of war they're killing everyone now i don't know about armenians but the azerbaijanis surely are now we have proof below are two christian armenian soldiers taken captive by the muslim azerbaijanis the unarmed helpless men are machine gunned to death in the video uh again but there's no armenians machine gunning to death azerbaijanis the christian armenians are not doing that now i don't know what flavor of christianity they are i have no idea but again this is just about the slaughter of whatever these azerbaijani muslims believe are christians because they're told to eliminate and kill the infidels and christians are near the top of the list if you're a muslim it's what the quran tells them to do this is the level of ferociousness taking place it's not being reported by the legacy mass media because it does not fit their narrative of peaceful islam what is taking place in the Armenia-Azerbaijani conflict is nothing less than the resumption of an age-old attack of Muslims against Christians. It's, it is acts like this that are making a large number of people around the world think to themselves, it is time to wipe out, is it time to wipe out this cancer known as Islam? Now, he posts the video, warning graphic video of the actual murder. I'm, I don't look at that. There's a screenshot. You really can't see a whole lot, but... Um, I'm not going to look at that. The Bible says I'll set no wicked thing before my eyes. I don't want to see it. I don't feel compelled to look at stuff like that. But it's up there. The mass media is not showing this. We we are because it is essential in the world. Knows what's really going on. And I you know I get it. Yeah. Some comments about this video. First comment: The rogue state of Israel 
and billionaire class of Jews are the ones who sent the Azerbaijanis five billion to kill these Armenian Christians, which is true. If you are a Christian anywhere in the world, you will be next. Well, okay, I mean, I'm not going to go that far, but he's saying that. Now, I'm also not going to classify and put every single Jew into the classification of Israel and the Kabbalistic practicing Talmud loving Jews of the synagogue of Satan, of the highest levels of the Illuminati that are the ones really behind this as far as the money goes and the orchestration of this. Because the Bible says in Zechariah that one-third of the Jews will be saved in the tribulation and they're going to look upon one, the one whom they've pierced, which is Jesus, and mourn for him as one that mourns for his only begotten son. Meaning they're going to finally get their eyes collectively opened near the end of the tribulation according to the book of Zechariah. And I'm not going to throw the baby out with the bathwater. The Bible also warns against that severely in Romans. If you read certain parts of Romans, it warns very much against that. That blindness in part has happened to Israel until the fullness of the Gentiles come in. Okay? So we're not to just... Like, I, I try to have balance when it comes to this subject. It's Most people are either like, well, you love the Jews, they can do no wrong, whatever, they don't need to be saved like the rest of us because of their blood that runs through their veins, and we need to support Israel no matter what. And then you've got the other ones that, that just condemn the Jews and say they're all evil no matter what, and God's done with them, and they're not even the 12 tribes of Israel anymore. We are. And they've concocted some British-Israeliism thing or some other black Hebrew roots thing where they believe they're the 12 tribes of Israel and that um you know israel's been done away with and they're all wicked and evil i i try to take a balanced biblical approach to this subject okay um and i find that very rare i'm sorry i just most people want to go one way or another so then somebody said um another comment i just read in that article it said that trump administration has shown more interest in supporting azerbaijani muslims than any other government before imagine that trump doing another wicked evil thing largely as a passive act of harassment against iran well that's supposedly okay so far 100 million dollars in aid have been dispatched to azerbaijani muslims by trump then he says what I don't understand is this. Why is Trump supporting a Muslim country that is trying to destroy a Christian country? I thought he was, I thought he was Christian. I thought he loved Christians. Why would he be giving $100 million of our taxpayer money to kill Azerbaijani or um, to kill Armenian Christians? Why? Well, I responded to that. And I said, because Trump is and has been for decades controlled by Zionists that seek to wipe out all Gentiles, it is a main tenet of their religion. And then I gave him a link to a video I'm going to play, or some of it, and it's called Plans for Trump, Gentiles Must Be Destroyed. I've given you all the quotes from the rabbis that say they've, in order for their awaited Messiah, and that will be the Antichrist, to come that christianity needs to be wiped out and that whites need to be wiped out and that's why they flooded america and um europe and south africa which are the primary centers for caucasian people okay white people that's why they flooded them with 
um, you know, like just all of these different races and a lot of the races want to kill them, like the black Muslims and the other Muslims. They want to kill the white people and or rape the white women because they're trying to breed them and kill them out of existence. And I'm not going to apologize for something that the wicked synagogue of Satan Jews are behind and they're open, they've openly admitted to and bragged about over and over again. And that doesn't make me anti-Semitic. That makes me citing facts. Okay, I've played their audio clips, many of them, over and over. But again, I have balance about the subject. I'm not willing to throw the baby out of the bathwater and condemn all Jews for the actions of those guys. So then I say, also look at how many times the Rothschilds, the top Zionist family in the Illuminati, have bailed Trump out in the past. And I give a link, two different links, one Forbes.com and another uh, philosophyofmetrics.com on how Rothschild Inc. has saved Donald Trump, okay? They're just, they just document all the ways and times they've, they've bailed him out. He rapes a 10-year-old. He gets in massive debt trying to pay off the family, has to declare bankruptcy. Well, guess who's there to bail him out? The synagogue of Satan. Rothschilds, Rockefellers, these types, okay? But I'm not supposed to point this out because he's, the, he's anointed of God, according to Mark Taylor and Jonathan Kajam and Franklin Graham and them. Jews and Muslims are the same in this regard. Only thing is, is that, well, this is another, this is another comment that said, Jews and Muslims are the same in this regard, meaning they want to kill Christians. The only thing is, is that Muslims don't hide it. Jews try to do it in secrecy. Now, again, we need to be more specific when it comes to the Jews, because not all Jews want to kill all Christians. Okay. Again, it's about having balance. Then this report that they were talking about, well, I'm just going to read you some of that. The synagogue of Satan Kabbalah Jews are enabling the genocide against the Armenian Christians. The spiraling conflict between Armenia and Azerbaijan over the disputed province of Nag Nagorno-Karabakh has suddenly intensified. Um, Nagorno-Karabakh is technically part of Azerbaijan, but its population is 99% Armenian Christian. And it has its own local military, which is backed by the Armenian state. The Azer Bajani government seeks to assert full control over the region and violently evict its native Armenian Christian population. Azerbaijan is a majority Shiite Muslim, which is one of the worst sects of Islam, and a former Soviet Republican, but it is controlled by a Jewish billionaire class, Synagogue of Satan, which is backed by Turkey, Israel, and even Al-Qaeda. Armenia, on the other hand, is an ancient Christian civilization. Since the 1990s, Iran, despite being Shiite as well, has served as an aggressive defender of the Armenian people. Why? It's a little bit nebulous. But anyway, during the current conflict, the Iranians have been less gung-ho out of fear that the United States and Israel could use its massive Azerbaijani population um, to cause chaos and civil strife while they are still recovering from the Iranian sanctions. So Iran, the Iranians aren't really defending the Armenians at this point because they don't want, they're in enough of a pickle, in other words. I, Iran and Russia are still ultimately siding with Armenians and are supplying them weapons though. But both countries are eager to avoid a war in the area and are currently trying to broker a diplomatic arrangement on, with both sides. So far, these truces have failed. The Azerbaijan military war crimes against the Armenian Christians have not attracted much in the way of bad publicity in the English-speaking world. Well, yeah, because it, you know, they don't want it. 
expose this, uh, likely due to the country's close ties to the International Synagogue of Satan, the, the Jews in that particular case. Turkey is singled out as being the primary regional instigator in this caucus war, but Israel's support of Azerbaijan is arguably the more substantial. The state of Israel provides 60% of Azerbaijan's weapons that they're using to kill the Armenian Christians. Okay? And Trump's gave them $100 million in aid, too, to boot, of our taxpayer money. Okay? Now, again, you look at things like that and you think, well, that's one more reason yet God would judge this country. You know? Just saying. Anyway... The state of Israel provides 60% of Azerbaijan's weapons and its high-tech arms, such as the IAI Harops suicide drones, and have given the Azerbaijani military a unique strategic edge that the Armenians have no counter for. International investigators have also uncovered evidence that the Azerbaijans are using the Israeli M095 DPICM cluster munitions, which are illegal under international law to kill and maim non-combatants because it's all about how many Christians can the synagogue of Satan and Islam kill. An Israeli court recently struck down a lawsuit supported by the country's small Armenian community complaining that the weapons manufactured in Israel were implicated in crimes against humanity. Lawyers provided evidence showing that Israel was secretly airlifting weapons to Azerbaijan just days before the conflict erupted. A shocking revelation left out of most Western reporting on the subject. Yeah, because it doesn't fit the narrative. And the, and the synagogue of Satan Zionists control the, the mainstream media. Lock, stock, and barrel. They control Hollywood and all that. So you're not going to see anything negative about them. Um, the Zionist regime has vowed to continue selling billions of dollars in arms to the Azerbaijani government to kill the Armenian Christians. The Trump administration has shown more interest in supporting Azerbaijan than any government before it. Because, see, he loves the Christians so much. So far, giving Trump, the Trump administration has given them $100 million in aid that have been dispatched to the country to slaughter the Armenian Christians. Isn't that wonderful? Isn't that great? Obviously, I'm being sarcastic, but, you know. That's how much Trump loves the Christians, you know? The Azerbaijani government's lobbying tactic in the run-up to this war has been to directly curry favor with American Jewry, meaning the Jews. In March, it became the first Muslim country to give a speech at AIPAC. Last July, Armenians in Los Angeles protesting against Azerbaijan's aggressive aggression were selectively charged with hate crimes hate crimes in america are generally reserved for potentially disfavored ethnic groups who clash with favored ones last week the azerbaijani ambassador elin whatever his last name is met with the jewish institute for national security of america in an attempt to get washington to increase support for the war effort so they could kill more armenian christians Armenians, whose population massively outnumber the azerbaijans in the united states and it's relative relatively wealthy um, and it's also more relatively wealthy, have attempted instead to formally petition members of Congress to condemn Azerbaijan and Turkey, which they probably won't do, but they have made on the surface, they have on the surface found some success. Multiple high-profile congressmen have made statements verbally opposing the Azerbaijan and Turkish aggression. 
against the Armenians. A letter addressed to Mike Pompeo calling for the U.S. to end aid to Azerbaijan was sent, but no actual policies or bills have been put forward because they're all on Team Satan, particularly at the top, like Mike Pompeo and Trump who want to kill Christians. The Azerbaijani Jewish-focused gambit has objectively been far more effective. The Muslim-majority state's agenda is uncritically promoted in conservative media and the American public is kept totally ignorant of its barbaric behavior. Attempts to get the European Union and the U.S. to sanction Turkey over its bellicose behaviors through Azerbaijan and beyond have amounted to nothing but talk. Of course. So there's another little tidbit of information that you're probably not going to get from Franklin Graham or Jonathan Conjob or TBN or most people in alternative media that are on the Trump train because they wouldn't touch that with a 10-foot pole even though it's easily, easily documentable, you know? Next report, switching gears. Through COVID-19, the COVID-19 draconian rules, we are being socially conditioned to take the mark of the beast. It's all by design on purpose to get us there. All right, what's going on, guys? We're about to walk in the shopping center. I got to put my mask. So this guy is outside a mall in America, okay? And he's got to put his mask on to walk through a shopping center, okay? Now... I haven't put a mask on yet to go anywhere. And I don't care what kind of looks I get. I don't care. I don't care. But he evidently he's saying he has to, to go into this place. I wouldn't go into it if it was one of those things where, you know, you can't go in unless you do it. That's just me, though. You know, I'm not saying that if you're in a position where you can't do that, I'm not condemning you. I'm just saying that this is the situation that he's in. Before we get in there, we actually have to get our temperature taken. Now, this is probably the most interesting way I've seen temperature taken. If any mall, any place I've been to, a lot of times it's handheld. They'll put it up to your, your arm right here, actually, right here where a chip would be. Or put it yep. up to your forehead where, yep. I don't know, a yeah. chip. Your right hand or your forehead. Isn't that where the mark of the beast is going to go? So this is why he's saying this is how we're being conditioned to take the mark of the beast. Particularly through the things that monitor your temperatures. If you haven't read the Bible in Revelation, it talks about there's going to be a chip placed in your forehead or in your hand that's going to carry the mark of the beast, it's 666, right? So what do we do to be conditioned to begin accepting things like this into our yep. life? What and you've got this Nazi behind him in like full like face shield and mask and the whole nine yards. I mean, it's really official, you know, you got to get really Nazi brown shirt like draconian to even get into malls now, I guess pandemic maybe and then you have a, a necessity maybe to get your temperature taken well we want to be socially conditioned to the actions right we already see that the world is trying to push out uh, microchips to uh, allow us to pay for things very easily well what do they do they put a vaccine on there now it has all your vaccine records you want to go into a shopping center you got to prove that you have a vaccine to be able to do it how do you prove that you have a vaccine without carrying papers around all the time well we're going to take everything we're going to put it into one nice little chip that we can scan our chip and we can see that your vaccine is good we can see your identity we can do all your biometrics and you can have your payment information all in one little tiny package we're going to go in and check this machine out it's a temperature gauge but i want you to see the social conditioning behind behind it because it's absolutely insane let's go so he's putting on his mask in here this looks like a chip scanner if you want to ask he's me. going on this this machine and i i don't know maybe he's in a different country because it's in a different language 
where where's he at oh a shopping center brazil it's gonna say i didn't think it was this bad here in america has an automated system checking temperatures which interestingly enough check the hand and forehead for fever we're being conditioned socially for this in the future um yeah okay so the the writing is in um another probably spanish and i guess it's saying put your your hand up over this scanner and it's going to get your temperature but again we are being conditioned for the mark of the beast through these things i don't know what this thing is for but if you hold your wrist up oh i'm just going to scan my mark real quick oh it's yeah. going to say it's approved i'm going to scan my mark real quick and i'm approved because he, his temperature was okay again total conditioning to to uh for the mark of the beast getting us used to that whole thing about scanning things that's what these credit cards are with the chips in them where you scan them you know that's what they're trying to get you used to it's going to go from a credit card in your hand to scan in your wrist to check out and pay for your groceries and things like that it's good you have your vaccines okay let's go into the this is the world that we're living you know it's good yeah he says you have your vaccines now you can go through life is getting crazy if you don't see what the devil is doing you don't see what's happening we have to wake up okay now here's the thing we as christians we don't want to stop this from happening because why we want the, the end to be near because we know that the story is coming to an end yeah but i'm also not gonna not fight it i'm not gonna just lay down and do nothing about it and not expose now i'm not saying he's not exposing it but i mean i'm i'm a little bit different mindset you know i'm gonna i'm gonna get as much truth out there and, until i can't get truth out there anymore that's just me though is unraveling we don't want to prevent god's prophecies from being fulfilled but we do need to we also don't want other people to be ignorant of satan's devices lest he get an advantage of them so if you just lay down if you adopt that mindset overall you're not going to warn others i mean i'm sorry i don't i don't agree with that we need to be ready we need to keep our house or get our house in order we need to tell the world we need to shine our light we need to expose works of darkness that's what we're doing today all right well i hope you know what's going so on so kind of like up. now i don't know i think it just came off a little bit i missed maybe misinterpreted a little bit um, repent for the kingdom of god is at hand it's getting crazy y'all share this video so everybody can see what's going on in the world okay so we have that now let's keep going here this is wake up australia covid19 is a total hoax i'm gonna play oh about almost nine minutes of this one a lot of different cross samples of things that are going on in the world right now that um, are, you know, good to be aware of. Good day, ladies and gentlemen, fellow Australians. The Australian government are destroying our country and our people, our families, our businesses, and our peace through spreading totally unfounded fear and panic based on unfounded premises that there is a SARS-CoV-2 virus which has never been scientifically identified, which causes a disease, COVID-19, which has never been scientifically defined, that has cold and flu symptoms, that is tested for by a completely inaccurate RT-PCR test yep that tests for RNA fragments common in all living creatures. I think he may be referring to chromosome 8 there. This absolute load of total unscientific rubbish is being used to destroy our peace, our country, our families, our economy, 
our future. Let me repeat, the so-called SARS-CoV-2 virus has never been isolated. Yep. COV-19 is not a scientifically defined disease. The RT-PCR test being used to destroy our lives and our country is totally false and tests for RNA fragments common in all life forms, including pawpaws, goats and birds, as demonstrated by the president of Tanzania. Right. Yep. We are being used by powers that be to achieve their aim, which is corporate world domination and control of all people through fear. In addition, without our consent, they are proceeding with the implementation of 5G in Australia, which has never been safety tested. Scientific studies are now coming out that show that 5G electromagnetic waves have a shocking negative effect on the uptake of oxygen in human beings and consequently cause a lethal pulmonary disease. These symptoms have been seen all around the world. Many believe this new 5G disease is being misdiagnosed as COVID-19 for political and corporate purposes. Recently, on the 5th of May 2020, I submitted a Freedom of Information request to the Australian Government Department of Health. The reference number is FOI 1709IR. And my request is, can you please release the data via return mail to me on how many persons who have supposedly died of COVID-19 in Australia have received flu vaccinations in the last three months of their lives. On the 30th of June, after numerous governmental delays and deferrals, my request was denied. My request was denied. It is totally obvious that the government has the exact figures. What are they hiding? Are these so-called COVID-19 deaths caused by injection of flu and vaccine poisons into the compromised immune systems of our old folk? We need an independent scientific investigation into these old age deaths, which the government are claiming are COVID-19. We need to find the true cause, not the political cause. In addition, multiple totally medically and scientifically qualified reports have surfaced of the effectiveness of hydroxychloroquine and other associated drugs in curing this so-called COVID-19 condition. As a consequence, the American CDC and the Australian TGA have banned the use of hydroxychloroquine. I'll say that again. The Australian Therapeutic Goods Administration has banned the use of hydroxychloroquine to help those who may be dying of supposed COVID-19. 
This is political medical madness at its worst. Absolutely no interest whatsoever in the good health of the nation. All we hear about is a vaccine, a vaccine, a vaccine. Ladies and gentlemen, this is corporate insanity. Our Commonwealth politicians and their advisers, in my opinion, are murderers. They are the scum of the earth. They are pharmaceutical industry puppets. All our human rights are being stripped from us. There is no pandemic. There is no epidemic. There are 26 million Australians. Less than 200 deaths have been assigned to the so-called COVID-19 over a period of six months. That is less than 40 Australians per month. Do you know how many Australians die in a month normally? Over 13,000. The government's COVID-19 figures show a death rate 150 times less deadly than the common flu. Their so-called COVID-19 is 150 times less deadly than the common flu. Ladies and gentlemen, your lives are being stripped from you by the most idiotic, murdering, corporate scoundrels in Australian and world history, so-called politicians working for international profit and control-driven pharmaceutical and banking corporations. The final proof of a pandemic is how many people are dying. This shocking group of governmental idiots have stooped to hijacking natural old age deaths from comorbidity issues, that is, old people who die of heart failure, of cancer, of diabetes, of pneumonia, or something else. And because the government assume these unfortunate old aged Australians have COVID-19, they say they die of COVID-19. Right. Here is a verbatim quote from the Australian Bureau of Statistics. Recording COVID-19 death on the death certificate. The new coronavirus strain, COVID-19, should be recorded on the medical cause of death certificate for all decedents, whether disease caused or is assumed to have caused <laughs> or contributed to death. Assumed. Now... When you have a nice big fat financial incentive to assume such a thing, like in America where it's, you know, whatever, 13 for the COVID diagnosis and then another 39 if you can put them on a ventilator, which will which will always kill them typically, especially, um, you know, in that particular case when it's not needed. Well, that's quite a bit of financial incentive to assume such a thing. This is a shocking abuse of power. You can find this information on the Australian Bureau of Statistics website. There is no increase in deaths in Australia. We are being lied to. There is no science being applied. It's a corporate, political, corrupted, worldwide scam. Yes. Who says these tests are accurate? What quality assurance has been done? <laughs> what double-blind tests Nothing. have been performed? None. Where are the Australian independent scientists testing all these assumptions? That's all they are, assumptions, a political, psychological scam of unscientific assumptions. 
and shocking fear-mongering to achieve corporate domination of the world. A total con, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, so we have that. And I think he put it very well <laughs> uh, regarding that whole thing. Now let's go to the next video. I'm trying to get as much in as we can. COVID passport trials. The pressure to comply with COVID, the COVID mandates and fraudulent science will come primarily through non-governmental organizations like airlines and other modes of transportation, at least initially. If you don't take and pass the COVID test, you don't travel. COVID coronavirus passports are taking place at Heathrow this week to be tested, to test technology to let people travel the globe without risk of being quarantined. Passengers on the United Airlines and Cathway Pacific are trying out an app called the Common Pass. Like the Covey Pass, that's what it'll morph into. The phone software is a digital health pass that can hold a certified COVID-19 test status or show someone has been vaccinated in the future in a way designed to satisfy government's different regulations. So this is where this is all heading unless there's massive, massive pushback, which I don't see, unfortunately. Right, folks, this is serious. These are leaked documents uh, on the BMJ, British Medical Journal's website, 11th of September, 2020. Uh, it says, cite it as BMJ 2020 colon, semicolon, 370 colon M3558. And at the bottom, it's also got the sources references all this bit here covid19 government plans to spend 100 billion on expanding testing to 10 million people a day right the fundamental thing is with this like i've been saying digital passports testing for access to um testing for access to certain spaces features heavily in this document with reference to immunity slash virus free passports likely to be able available through an app okay how are they going to get the public on board the document shows that there have been discussions over how to incentivize people to be tested they point to encouraging testing via sanction-based model, i.e. they're not going to let you go anywhere unless you obey, right. or through offering individual opportunities slash access from being tested, such as being able to attend right. events. Yep. Guys, I've been saying from the beginning, health passport QR codes are going to end up being rolled out to everybody. If you have a smartphone, it'll be on there on an app. If you don't have a smartphone, you're probably going to end up having it on a sticker on a lanyard around your neck or something. All businesses, apparently, as far as I've heard uh, yesterday, which was the uh, 15th of September, businesses will be forced to put a QR code on a sticker or a, a poster outside their access points, and everybody will have to scan it or have their QR code scanned and if you've been a naughty little slave and you haven't had your forced vaccine, you won't be allowed to go anywhere. That includes your own workplace, public transport, travel abroad, flying, etc. Shopping, cinemas, events, gigs, public parks, mm -hmm. everywhere. Basically. Which is exactly confirming what that last phase of what we talked about with that leaked document from Trudeau about the final phase you know, where, you know, you're going to have to basically take the vaccine, you know, for, or you won't be able to do anything and you'll be put, well, they're saying 
you'll end up being put in some type of concentration camp because you'll be a public health risk as well. This is a ridiculous level of totalitarianism and it is happening. It is not a conspiracy theory. If you want a taster of what's actually happening, go and have a look at what's going on in Victoria, Australia yes. under Dan Andrews That's right. because he's gone full Gestapo. You've been warned. This is no longer a joke. It's serious. Okay, so the next report uh, on September 15th. The National Institutes of Health announced that they have awarded contracts to seven companies developing digital health solutions for the SARS-CoV-2 virus, which they've evidently never isolated, that causes COVID-19. Yeah, right. The National Institute, uh, National Cancer Institute, and the National Institutes of Biomedical Imaging and Bioengineering, part of the NIH, selected the seven projects put forth by the organization. The contracts are worth up to $22.8 million and will focus on using AI, artificial intelligence. Remember, COVID-19, Certificate of Vaccination Identification, and then 1-9 is AI, okay? And um, that's, you mean, the letter 1 is representative of A, and I is representative of 9. So the ultimate goal of COVID-19 is for you to have that Certificate of vaccine identification and that's why all of the end game scenarios where COVID-19 is talked about always ends up in a vaccine and that's the only way you're ever going to get your life back so you know it's just something where you you just make it up in your mind make yourself in your mind now I'm never taking that thing I don't care what it costs me it's never happening you know, because it's absolutely, totally satanic. And the fact that we see the U.S. government awarding these contracts to seven organizations with ties to Bill Gates and DARPA and awarding $22.8 million, and they're going to focus on AI, um, and this is combined with smartphone apps, wearable devices, and software that can identify trace contracts of in contacts of infected individuals keep track of verified COVID-19 test results, even though that's all a total lie. Well, COVID-19 thing's a farce. And monitor the health status of an infected and potentially infected individual. This is all about controlling you. And the fact that they're, they're you know, putting all of these millions and billions into the vaccine development and into things like this shows you they're not backing off. They're not. They're not backing off. I mean, unless God intervenes in this situation, unless, now, you know, it'd be one thing if the people that identify themselves as Christians started fa fasting and praying and educating others and actually putting truth out instead of putting out lies and going along with the Trump train agenda and going along with the COVID-19 agenda and the pastors keep saying, obey Romans 13 and if they tell you to take the vaccine, that's exactly what you do. Well, if they stop doing that, that would be one thing. But it doesn't appear as though they're going, going to. So, this is kind of what we're facing here. Uh, again, I wish it weren't so. But it does not appear they're going to back off. They've got way too many billions of time, energy, and resources invested in this for them to back off. It doesn't matter how big of a farce it is. It doesn't matter how bad it's been exposed. The only thing that could stop this is God. That's it. And the only thing I could see moving the hand of God is massive prayer and fasting.
regarding this agenda, which is not happening. Okay. And now I'm not saying that there's not individuals, but most people don't even think this is something you, you know, they're just, oh, it's a prayer. Maybe they're, they'd be praying and fasting against like, oh, that the COVID-19 wouldn't spread. And it's, it's a non-issue. They've never even isolated the thing. So in that case, they're not even praying and fasting about the right thing. They should be praying against the satanic agenda foot here and being implemented. But again, the Bible does say it was going to be this way. And this will eventually bring us to the mark of the beast. The organizations that are being awarded this $22.8 million are iCrypto Inc., She Attica Enterprises, University of California, Physic IQ Inc., Vibrant Health, IBM, which they were going all the way back to the Hitler. You have IBM tracking people. Evidation Health Inc., and then Care Evolution. The uh, this director, Bruce Tromberg, PhD, stated that the digital health technologies built around smartphones and wearable devices will help guide the public through the COVID-19 scamdemic by gathering and analyzing large amounts of data from many different sources. And this is why they're trying to get in the 5G and then the 6G that Trump's on the spear tip of so they'll be able to track and monitor you every single where you go. And they'll use the vaccines to do it. You'll be able to actually get your vaccine updated from the nanotechnology coursing through your veins from the vaccine that you got they'll be able to update it through the 5g i've got into that in recent weeks that's how stinking wicked and evil you will be part cyborg not only will your dna be totally rewritten by the messenger rna not only will it be defiled from the aborted babies that it's cultured off which they've been doing that since you know 70s or whatever but you're also going to be a cyborg because you're going to have nanotech in you. And who knows how that's going to affect your thinking and brain and organ functions and only know. It's going to be such a trifecta of evil is what I'm trying to tell you. That it's going to boggle them. And I probably don't even know the half of it. And you're going to be able to get it updated through the 5G. They're going to be able to track you because of the nanotech in you. It's going to be like having the mark of the beast to a certain extent. It's not the mark of the beast because we're not even in the tribulation yet. The Antichrist, the false prophet have not arisen yet. They haven't confirmed the covenant with Israel and many nations for seven years. That hasn't happened yet, but it's the closest thing we've ever seen for sure. Next report. Billionaire software tycoon Bill Gates has urged the U.S. to prepare for a COVID-19 vaccine rollout by deputizing trusted community leaders to reduce vaccine hesitancy bemoaning the rapid spread of conspiracy theories online this is satan talking bill gates okay the microsoft founder turned vaccine evangelist painted a mostly rosy picture of a vaccine rollout uh, by getting rich countries back to normal by the end of 2021 in an interview with wall street journal but see that's only going to happen through the vaccine that's what he said now that kind of goes with that that timeline right that we saw from trudeau by the end of like the the second quarter or whatever or maybe start of the third they'd have the vaccines and you'd have to give up all your rights and all your assets but they pay off all your debts and then universal basic income and then but you got to take the vaccines well that's the only way in that scenario that i presented you from trudeau that you would ever get back to normal bill gates has been saying the same thing for months 
the only thing that will ever get us back to normal and he's predicting by the end of 2021 that's their timetable for this however with less than half of americans saying they get the covid jab praise the lord jesus christ even if paid a hundred dollars for it in a recent survey gates then focused his talk on enlisting the nation's quote trust network meaning the sold out 501c3 hireling devil pastors that are ministers of satan but posing as ministers of god that's my translation for you that's the trust network to overcome the skeptics um, lamenting that vaccine hesitancy is in all countries and predates the pandemic, Gates suggested American health officials start thinking about which voices will help reduce the hesitancy so we can get a level of vaccination that really has some chance of stopping this non-existent virus. Now, granted, maybe it does exist, okay? I mean, I have a hard time believing COVID-19 in Wuhan was purely caused just from the 5g even though it was a 5g kill grid that they had set up i mean you've got other places the 5g is fully implemented and you don't see that same dynamic so yes i do think there was some type of covid 19 aspect to it but i think it's already i think our bodies have already adapted and, and it's mutated and it's weakened to the point where it's a non-issue now whatever they're going to release next is probably going to be potentially the real deal maybe maybe it'll be fake as this one i don't know i just don't see what it benefits them to release something that has no teeth to it or teeth that evaporate once any kind of mutation starts occurring so I, I don't know that's you know i'll give god the credit though for it becoming a non-issue but see they weren't going to let go of the narrative though gates provided the examples of of the challenges of the polio vaccine faced in other countries um where he's killed and maimed hundreds of thousands with his polio vaccines in india Gates provided the example of challenges uh, to do, and the cunning links some were willing to go to get their populations jabbed. Places like Nigeria, we had to go to the religious leaders. This is Bill Gates talking. Talk to them. Have them speak out, you know. Vaccinate their children. So it is about understanding the trust network. Who is it that you view as an expert? Very few people can look at the formation or data directly. And you're going to have a lot of pastors when this vaccine gets nearer and nearer very 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 much pressuring their their parishioners you obey romans 13 do you trust me i'm your pastor i'm your shepherd you take this you know trump says take it the pastor says take it the deacons say take it our our governing body of whatever denomination we're in says take it romans 13 says take it even though it doesn't say that romans 13 only applies when the government is a force for good and this government is not that all the public health officials all the medical doctors and the medical pharma cartel says take it your friends say take it so of course you're going to take it there's there's very few voices out there that are giving you the truth and that's why i'm doing what i'm trying to do to wake up as many people or so that there's more pushback regarding this because i mean it's sickening what's coming oh man uh, so it is about understanding the tr trust network who is it that you view as an expert very few people can look at the for formulation or data directly coronavirus czar anthony fauci hinted back in june that he was already on the task oh i bet he was scum scum oh he's also a synagogue of satan just so you know fauci revealing that the government had a pr blitz plan in which the people 
which are vaccine hesitant Americans can relate to in the community. Like we'll use sports figures, community heroes, people they look up to who will spread the pro vaccine gospel. <laughs> Gates has had typically harsh words for both conspiracy theorists and the social media platforms he believed enabled them. Gates called on the social media to slow down or annotate things that cause huge damage, like not wearing masks or not being willing to take the vaccine if it proves that this is a key tool for getting back to normal. Well, you'll know when they totally take away all the voices, like mine and the other people on alternative media exposing this, that they're ready to push everything into ultra high gear. Most likely that may coincide with that. It may coincide with this grid down situation that we've talked about. Now I hope it doesn't happen anytime soon, but I'm just saying it would make sense for that to happen. While he stressed he wasn't suggesting Facebook and its peers go for the Chinese solution of telling companies what they must censor, the billionaire has previously called, conspir previously called conspiracy theories about his funding of global vaccination schemes a big problem. And on Tuesday, he slammed platforms for the absence of smart solutions to that problem. Okay, um, I'm going to probably go ahead and end part three here and try to get in a part four next. So God bless you and see you in part four.